As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinion. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. Okay, this week's reviewer of the week is KJ03331. I always get a kick out of these names, and I'm sorry, I don't know exactly who you are, but I greatly appreciate the review. She says, empowering women. I'm so glad I found this podcast. I really feel like it empowered me to have the kind of birth I want to have. I'm a first-time mom, and when I told most of my friends I wanted an unmedicated birth, they thought I was just crazy. Join the club. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to your podcast week by week, I learned I could do it. I'm so lucky lucky to have a very supportive nurse midwife team on my side as well. The hospital I'm going to even has an entire low intervention unit where I can birth. This podcast also gave me the knowledge and confidence to say no. I recently failed my one hour blood glucose test by two points ugh, and said no when I was asked to do the three hour because I just knew my body couldn't handle it. Once I said no, the midwife quickly brought up just checking my blood sugars and I'm happy to do that. I never would have said no had I not listened to the podcast as option two wasn't given to me unless I ask. I'm signed up for the birth course as soon as we move. Oh, sorry. She says, I'm signing up for the birth course as soon as we move in a week. I can't wait. And I think you are already in the birth course. So now I'm genuinely curious who KJ is. (laughs) So reach out to me. Let me know who you are. Thank you so much for your time and energy that you put into this review. And I'm so proud of you because it's not just about listening to the podcast. It's about learning and and the knowledge that we gain from it and then applying it. Um, And it's not just about saying no. It's about knowing our options so that we can say no with confidence 
because we know the other side of it is positive. So that's super important. And then really quick, we had a review come in from Molly Ann 1357. I'm, I don't normally do two reviews, but she said, I've been listening to you guys since my second trimester. Literally love you. I'm 32 weeks. I have so many questions. How do I contact you? So if you guys do have questions, if you have podcast requests, there's a couple ways to get in touch. Number one, you can send uh, an email to hello at myessentialbirth.com. You'll get in direct contact with me. I'll take your request or I'll answer any questions you have. The other way is to follow along on Instagram or Facebook. Same thing. Send me a DM if you have any questions or podcast requests and you can get in touch with me right there. All right. So today I'm super excited to introduce you to a friend of mine. Her name is Erin um, and she happened to be one of my birth students when I was teaching classes in person. And I loved her story, not only because of the birth story and the power and in, like she's empowered and confident and the courage that came behind it, but also where it led her because I can totally relate to this on a different level. And so I want you to meet her today. So her name is Erin Stuckey and I'm going to give her a moment to introduce herself. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Um, As Stephanie mentioned, we met about four years ago when I was pregnant with my first son and my husband and I enrolled in her birthing class at the time. Since then, I've had, well, two kids, that one four years ago and then one more. He's two. Um, My husband and I have been married for six years, but together for eight and I love listening to that review. I love that women are getting the knowledge that they need and are feeling empowered and that they can make their decisions when it comes to their body and their pregnancies and their births. I just love that. I think that's so great you're doing that for women. Thank you. It's so good. The reviews are where it's yeah, at because you're like, it's working. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wanted to kind of walk back to that first birth experience because it was amazing Mm -hmm. Um, and all the things, right? There's probably a lot of feelings involving that and possibly even what catapulted you into the life that you're living Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little bit about your experience. I want to hear a little bit about the birth prep and kind of from the beginning, like whose idea was it to take a birth class and what interested you in that? So take a moment. So my oldest sister actually is the one who kind of led me this way. Well, both my sisters, actually. She, both of them had natural births with their kids, and I just was like, they can do it, I can do it too, you know? And epidurals are scary to me, so I just didn't necessarily want that either. So it was my decision, my, me, basically, was like, to my husband, Case, and I just was like, we're doing this class because I don't want to have a medicated birth and he was hesitant at first but was really supportive when it came down to it because I was the one having the baby right of the women that get into a birth course and you ask the dads it's mm-hmm. like yeah she dragged me here yeah right? totally totally <laughs> yeah. um so he was hesitant at first it took a minute for him to get comfortable I think I know that he was taking it seriously but there's a lot when it comes to classes you know there's like therapeutic touch and all of the things that they're in charge of so it took him a minute to get comfortable with it and it's kind of not like silly but like it's hard to imagine because you honestly don't know right what's gonna happen when you're in labor you know especially (laughs) as like a first time first time mom you know right so it's kind of like uncomfortable but really like take it seriously because it makes a huge difference 
So um, we did your class, which was so great. Um, Our journey with Watson, my oldest, was a little bit different. I went in at 37 weeks for a checkup. I could tell something was a little bit wrong. Um, She retook my blood pressure a couple times and then took me back to the room and just didn't do the usual chit chat her nurse and was like your doctor will be right in and then when she came in she was like so we're gonna have a baby today and I was like I have three more weeks like <laughs> you know she's like your blood pressure is too high um you're showing signs of preeclampsia so we need to induce you and have this baby today so go get your stuff and I'll meet you over at the hospital I was in shock I had come from work and was expecting to go back to work so I went back and was like went to my boss started crying was like I'm having my baby you know so then I called Kaysen we got our stuff because luckily we had packed already and headed over so with Watson I was actually induced I chose to use Cervidil um I didn't want I wanted the least invasive one so they did your usual you know your IV lock your saline lock just in case but then I was like that's all that I want you can do intermittent monitoring as needed but I don't want to be attached to anything which they were really supportive of which is great and going back to like as a first time mom not knowing what labor is going to be like (laughs) this is kind of embarrassing my mom and my sister were there with me and because my sister worked in admitting so she just came upstairs to like see me oh how fun yeah I love that yeah but then I was like these contractions are so hard and she was like okay you know (laughs) like this is nothing you know that was like at the very beginning well good for her for not saying that I know she's just like breathe through it it's okay really she's like you don't know what's coming (laughs) <laughs> um, so then it was like a 12-hour process, kind of just from start to finish. Um, that it was kind of a whirlwind, to be honest. There's not a lot that I remember when it comes to getting more and more dilated. I just remember towards the end being like in a lot of pain because, again, it was I was induced and induced natural births are way different than normal natural births, which I know now. I didn't know that at that moment. So I was in a lot of pain. I was being pretty vocal. I was yelling and all the things. (laughs) (laughs) My nurse at the time was like, you need to be quiet. You're disrupting the other patients. Oh my goodness. And I was like... I remember you sharing that. Yeah. (laughs) Just dumbfounded. I was like, excuse me? Like, of course I'm like in labor naturally. And I have a lot of respect for nurses, but there's a way to communicate with your patients. And that wasn't the way to do it. She wasn't calling me the right name. She kept calling me Ashley. And my name is Erin. And you have your board in your room and it says your name, you know, but she just kept being like, Ashley, you need to calm down, Ashley. So then in the middle of maybe go tell Ashley, (laughs) I'm like, go find her, go tell her. I was in the middle of a contraction and finally was like, my name's not Ashley. I like just yelled at her. I was like, I'm Erin. You have like one, maybe two patients. Like, you know, Um, my sorry, this story is kind of scattered. No, Um, it's beautiful. Keep going. My midwife wasn't there at the time and I could tell that Watson was ready to come out. It's time to start pushing um, because you know your body when it comes down to it, you will have the feelings that you need to have 
to know when you're ready so I was like he's ready to come out and she was like no don't push like she's not here yet and I was like he's coming out like Mm. one way or another he's gonna you know and she actually put her hand and was like holding him in so that he wouldn't come out and she's like I'm not delivering this baby luckily my husband at this time I could tell his irritation had been growing and growing he finally had a similar outburst what I had and was like then move and I will like you cannot do that so then my favorite story by the way yes yeah love that I uh, this whole thing in the moment like there was just so much going on I was in so much pain I specifically remember him saying that and I love that he stepped up and did what he needed to for me and our son yeah like that was so amazing and then honestly I don't remember what happened after that like I don't know if she delivered him or if my doctor finally got there but I was on my side and I rolled over and there was just like a room full of people Mm. so crazy Watson was born he didn't cry at first I had um torn pretty bad from the trauma of like her holding him in and him coming out so fast and all that and then they took him away while my midwife worked on me and he was actually not breathing it kind of took a minute for them to get him up and going my placenta had ruptured um so he had the oxygen and all of that had been cut off and it just was kind of not great um he actually ended up going to the NICU for seven days but my recovery was great like since I hadn't had like a episiotomy I tore naturally she was able to just stitch it up and it is actually better that way but that was my first birth so pretty scary not textbook what we had learned natural birth would be like um not what I had heard birth would be like from my sisters like sure. all of that you know sure. do you mind if I ask you mm-hmm. when the provider said we're having a baby today mm-hmm. were there looking back on that do you believe that that was the correct option for that time I do yeah okay because he Watson was small He was four pounds, 12 ounces when he was born. The NICU doctor mentioned that they must have got my due date wrong because even for 37 weeks, that's really small. Knowing now, since this, I I don't, I didn't mention this. Um, I've gone to nursing school and I'm now a registered nurse. So learning through my mom baby classes, preeclampsia and what it can elevate to and everything, I think I absolutely made the right decision because I know what can happen if you chose to wait so for the safety of Watson I think that that was the best decision and my midwife is she's very sweet and like your reviewer mentioned they're usually there for you to support you yeah so I don't think that she would have done that if she didn't feel it was the best decision either okay um and that's huge I this is like something we stress all the time like you have to have a provider that you trust and Mm -hmm. that's why because you don't want to have a situation where you look back and say I don't know that that went the way that it should have mm-hmm. um, because I didn't choose a provider that I trusted. Mm-hmm. So I love that you had that relationship yes. and yeah. can talk about the importance of that. You shared it without saying that, you know, I, she wouldn't have done that. Like, I, in other words, I trusted her. Yeah. So that's huge. And to me, I know that no doctor chooses to disrespect their patients or anything like that. For me, though, I've always used a nurse midwife because I feel that they are a little bit more in tune with not only a natural birth but then also intervening with modern medicine when needed sure um which I think is great um so I think that she was definitely going with that where she and she actually helped me choose um the type of 
the way to be induced because I wanted like least invasive so she kind of showed me my options in the office before I went to the hospital and she was like I'll tell them that you want this you know she was great so so you felt respected throughout yes. the process I mm-hmm. think that's huge a yes. provider offering you options there's many ways to do this which one feels right for you mm-hmm. and I think especially at the end of birth and you can probably attest to this as a mom now but when we go and talk about our birth experience it's not so much the details that stack up it's how we were treated it's how we were felt um and respected as a woman at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and so it sounds like you had that and that makes a huge difference yes I definitely had that with my provider with my midwife the nurse made a huge impact on me actually that just kind of leads to where I am now I had kind of toyed with the idea of nursing school my mom's a nurse I started the prereqs in high school but then was like that's too much schooling I don't want to do that (laughs) you know so when Watson was born I was kind of just working a normal job you know it wasn't my career but it was a job after that experience though I was like no one should be treated like that like especially not in such a huge moment in your life like it's literally life-changing you're bringing another life into this world and like it's huge and maybe you know nursing is hard so maybe she was on her third shift in a row you know I like to give her the benefit of the doubt but it was such an impact on me that that is the reason that I chose to go to nursing school because I was like I want to go to school so that I can be the nurse that women need when they're in labor because like that was not it (laughs) like so I really like thank her for that because it led me to where I am now but the way you're treated during that makes a huge difference like it's just crazy yeah and I'm grateful for women like you that have experiences like this and you're like and now I'm going to change the world yes (laughs) we need it you're the nurse Mm -hmm. I want to run into you're the one I'm going to want to refer to you're the midwife eventually that's going to be like I know her I know her heart I know how she treats women I know she respects them go to her Thank like you. it matters you it know does, we yes. do that in the birthing community now I have my midwives that I love and I have my OBs that I love and it's because of how they, they treat women and they respect them and they give them their options and mm-hmm. anyway so and you yes. can tell they got into those things because they care about people and anyway so it makes a huge difference and mm-hmm. you're a woman making an impact and so <laughs> I want to say thank you and um, respect and appreciate that okay I do want to hear about your second birth though because you said this was a little more textbook yes yeah yes. so those experiences were pretty much night and day like <laughs> kind of crazy. did you do any birth preparation I did okay I mean I read up on the handbook that I had yeah um we kind of reviewed things but we didn't do like another course or anything I yeah. just kind of was like I've done this before yeah. <laughs> hopefully it'll be a little bit more smooth yeah. but <laughs> with my second my provider and I had been preparing for the potential of preeclampsia happening again and then maybe having to be induced. So at 37 weeks, she gave me the option to be induced or wait. And I was like, well, I'm going to wait. If everything looks fine, then he'll come when he's ready, you know, which I was glad she gave me that option. So then the week before my due date, I had had an appointment that morning. She checked me. I can't remember. I wasn't very dilated. It wasn't like significant. And then I went to the grocery store and was like, I feel a little funny. Like, that, how crazy it would be if your water broke in the grocery store, you know. <laughs> and then like, I went home and was putting groceries away and then was like rushing fluid down my legs. And I was oh like, goodness. oh my gosh, like, is that 
did my water break? I know I didn't just stand here and pee my right. pants. Like, <laughs> what else can it be? So I, I called my mom and was like, I don't know. And she was like, well, like, call Kaysen, call your provider and see what she thinks. So I called Kaysen and was like, I think my water just broke. So he's like, okay. And he's like, I'm going home. And then I texted my midwife and was like, this just happened blah, blah blah and she's like yeah it sounds like your water so like stay home keep me updated blah 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 so that was pretty early in the morning Kason came home nothing was really happening long story short we waited the whole day for contractions to start and I had been like I don't know because like usually when your water breaks contractions start pretty quickly you know so then my provider had me go in after the 24 hour mark where your risk of infection heightens and then they were going to to start me but I was like you know what I actually want to check it make sure that was actually my water yeah like because I don't want to start if that's not what that was right so they checked and it wasn't what she had said was sometimes you have like what's called a pre-fluid sack where you have it's like a water balloon where you, you twist off and you have two you know so I had like a small pocket of amniotic fluid that broke oh but it wasn't goodness. like my actual water so then it was a false alarm, which was kind of embarrassing, but it's fine. Because things all. like that will happen. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. You yes, don't need to be fine. embarrassed <laughs> because it was fluid. You know, yeah. it did break. It just wasn't my actual water. Right. So then we went back to work, everything. And then the next, exactly a week later, the night before, contractions had been pretty strong at work. But I was like, it's fine. I can still walk through them smile right. through them talk well, and they had to be different than your induction <laughs> yes. contraction, yeah totally because so. it was that was the other thing it was I kind of brushed up on what to expect but I didn't know because right. my other one had been induced and they're totally different okay so, so I just want to sidetrack just for a moment will you talk about what it was like to have Pitocin contractions and then you can talk about in yeah. relation to yeah but. so they are in my opinion longer stronger and harder okay which is what I feel like most people will tell you and like I said I feel like with that first one I was not myself like it was almost like I was outside looking in just like so much pain not being able to remember what I had learned in our class to like Mm. breathe and find a focal point to focus on just so much pain and like was not able to use your therapeutic breathing and anything and that's why I mentioned I was like screaming like (laughs) not relaxed at all so then it just was like so painful which that's not I mean birth is obviously painful but it's not that painful yeah you know yeah so that was the other reason I was like I don't know what to expect I don't know if these are contractions because my other ones came on so hard so fast you know so then I was working with someone and she was like do you need to go home and I was like no like I can smile I can talk it's fine then I went home and they kind of slowed down you know I ate something laid down and it was fine I woke up the next morning and started getting ready for work and was like okay these are getting a little bit closer a little bit harder but again I don't know because I've never done this before
As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. And was like, it's fine. I'll know. I'll know. You know, I was like doing my makeup and Kaysen was like, I think that maybe we need to go in. And I was like, no it's fine I'll know I'll (laughs) know when I need to go in and he was like okay and then he like I can't remember if I called my mom or he did but she like showed up and was like (laughs) I'm here just in case and I was like I'm going to work you know it was like Saturday morning and like case do you watch the office I'm going to get off track here. You know the one, Jim and Pam, they're like trying to figure out if she's in labor. Mm-hmm. He's like pulling out all the birth books. Yes. To give your husband totally. Like, He's like, two minutes look, apart. look at this. Still, like it's time to go. <laughs> yes. But you're like, no, no I know fine. my body. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so funny. So then I remember I like was talking to my mom and kind of had to stop and like grab the wall. And she was like, okay, Erin, you need to go to the hospital now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. So I finally like test- texted my boss and was like, I think I'm actually in labor. So then as we're driving to the hospital, I still was, and I don't know if it was leftover from the experience of Watson, but I was like, I don't want to go too early. I don't want unnecessary interventions. Like, so I was, that was the real reason why I didn't want to go. If I'm being honest, like I wanted to. Did you know that at the time? Or was this just This like, was like looking back, okay. kind of reflecting on it. was like, okay, I really didn't yeah, want to go through sense. that again because mm-hmm. it was pretty rough. And just was like, I'm not ready. Like, we don't need to go. We were at the stoplight right by the hospital. I'm like, maybe we just go get drinks or something. And he was like, <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> So we parked in the parking lot. And he's like, we can stay out here for a minute. And then I had one more and was just like, you know breathing through it had to stop put my head down focusing all that in case it's like we're going inside so we went inside got checked in and everything they checked me and I was actually at a seven yes so yeah oh which my was goodness kind of I crazy. love crazy no, okay. like, yeah seriously I'm like it's fine cool <laughs> she was like good thing you came in that was like you yeah. progressed a lot you know yeah. so I was super happy with that though because then I was at the point where I was like okay I'm far enough along like we're not gonna do anything we're just gonna wait it out it's gonna be great that nurse was amazing she was like what do you want what do you need she brought me the birthing ball she brought me the bar like all the things and I had told her how my everything went with Watson and was like I'm not doing that again and she's like okay well I'll do what I can to make sure that doesn't happen oh I love it yeah she was so great and it just kind of validated and that point I was in the middle of school and was like this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, I want to be this oh, person. You know, it was so that. great. I had been texting my doctor all morning. She was at the dentist <laughs> and was like, I don't know if I'll make it, but my partner will, like her partner midwife. Um, But... I remember I like got in the bath for a minute. That didn't last very long because I just was like, 
I can't sit still, you know, yeah. walking around, bouncing on the ball, all the things. And then finally like called the nurse and was like, I think I'm ready to push. And she was like, I'll check you. And she checked and she's like, oh, you're still at a seven. And I think it had been an hour or two since I got there. And <laughs> she was like, I'll go like, I can't remember. She's going to do something and come right back. She walked out and I was like, go get her. And Kaysen oh was like, yeah. why? And I was like, go get her. So <laughs> like went and got her. She came right back. And then I can't, I don't remember if she was checking me again or what, but then my water just like, oh, all, nice. all <laughs> over her, which I'm so sorry, <laughs> but that will happen to you. Yes. <laughs> um, and like immediately, I don't know the time frame because it was so fast, but seriously, my water broke and I swear like he was here. Like wow. it was crazy. Wow. But so did that nurse end up delivering the baby? Yes, she did. And she chose to. She chose That's to. Awesome. She, and she did say actually was like, well, it looks like I'm going to be delivering him and it's going to be fine. Everything's oh, going to be I fine. Love that you know, contrast. and like, yeah, yeah, the aide that was there was actually in nursing school too. So she was like, I can help, you know, that was like the birth team that I needed. Yeah. And it was amazing. Kaysen was able to just relax, you know, and be as a husband should be during that time, like supporting me, watching, was able to cut the cord and everything where it was how it should be you know with Watson it was such a whirlwind and was just everything happened so fast and we were both so like what is going on you know you know it's interesting that you talk about the birth team Mm -hmm. because I have um like a deep-seated belief is a personal belief that whoever is meant to be at somebody's birth Mm -hmm. is who's going to be there Mm -hmm. and I love that at your first birth perhaps you had the situation that you had to force you into this, the blessing of other women Mm -hmm. and this life that you're about to live moving forward. I had a very similar experience. I know that you've heard it before, but my first was a cesarean. Mm -hmm. And I think of how that contrasted to how different it was. I was going to make sure that it was going to be at the next one and who Mm -hmm. was at my birth at that one. And then the birth team having a home birth and the support with the third and same thing being like, oh, well, if I can do this, anyone can, and it's time to share it with the world. So, and then you saying, that was the birth team that I needed for this next birth. I just mm-hmm. think it's beautiful. Yeah. It's crazy how big of a difference that makes. Like my mom was there with Watson and she was a huge asset to me. She'd been there with all my sisters, you know, I think that was amazing. But I, and I love her for that. But then she was the one I wanted watching Watson when we went in yeah. to have Colin. Cause I, she's the one I trust with him. I almost love that it was just me and Kaysen because then it was like, he helped me through it you know I remember him holding my hands and looking into my eyes and being like you can do this we're gonna do it like you're almost there you know yeah. it almost makes me emotional yeah. um of course. but it's crazy the difference that it makes like when people respect what you want and are yeah. willing to go with that like yeah. it how it makes you feel is so different and just the way everything goes is so it's like I said it was night and day it was crazy and then he was fine we stayed for 24 hours and we went home like it was just crazy I think about that um the sacred space that we have in having our babies the space that's held in there and then really how that walks us into motherhood mm-hmm. I think that's been that was a big contrast for me and my experiences but watching it for other women as well um watching somebody who is loved and respected and she just she has a glow about her you can tell she walks into postpartum with confidence mm-hmm. and a light about her instead of this contrast being somebody shrinking into themselves yeah. and like kind of creating this protective shell of like what just happened totally. and don't talk to me don't touch me like this is not okay yeah 
I love the relationship you have with your husband. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you during birth preparation for both of them, mm-hmm. not like very specific, like, you know, preparation, but in coming up to those births, how has communication, what was that like for you guys? Cause I'll tell you, like my husband's going to be on the podcast here in a bit. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you like our communication sucked, like, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. newlyweds and yes. now we're pregnant and I'm grumpy and like all the things. And yeah. we weren't really good at telling each other what we needed or how to help each other, I guess, yeah. through that. So how has communication been important for you? How have you noticed the difference? What is that like for you now? Yeah, we with Watson, like I said, he was Kason was really supportive with doing the classes and everything. It kind of took a little bit of like me pulling him, you know, like I'll meet you there. Like yeah. we're doing this. I paid for it. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but and it was kind of not uncomfortable, but like a little awkward, you know, where yeah. Because it was so unknown as to how things were going to go and I didn't know what to expect or anything like that. But he listened when I, me personally, like it's really hard for me to ask for help. It's hard for me. Do you know your Enneagram number? No. Okay. We're going to test her on this after. (laughs) (laughs) That is something I know about myself and well, didn't. I've learned recently that it's hard for me to ask people for help. I prefer to do things myself. So I think that he was more than willing to help with that first one, but I didn't ask for help that I needed. You know, I was kind of just like, I'm the one going through it. I need to work on this. And then like, I know that you can push on my hips, but I'm not going to ask you to do that because that's, it makes me uncomfortable. Like not to have him doing that, but asking for help is hard. So then with Watson it was again night and day where I was like I need you to be in here holding my hand I need you to remind me to breathe like because and that was other thing with Watson I found myself holding my breath a lot yeah which like you need to breathe through it so I mean (laughs) Kaysen was really great at like breathe Erin like you can do this you're almost there you've made it this far you know saying those words of encouragement that you need to hear Um, And you, the nice part about that is you obviously had a relationship where when he said those things, you listened. Yes. It wasn't like, like, don't tell me what to do. You know, that's that's what I did with my husband the first time around. I was like, you're not a doula. You're not a midwife. You don't know what this feels like. Don't talk to me right now. And I think that was a big mentality that we have our first time. You know, you don't know how this feels. You don't know what I'm doing. Like you did this. You know, this is your fault. (laughs) Yeah, this is your fault. Exactly. But I think that they watching the person you love goes through something like that is amazing. It changes It you. changes them because right. since then I have watched births and clinicals and at birthing centers. I had a brief stint working at a birth center and went to a couple home births and stuff. And that is why I love this. Right. I love watching that connection between the partners or everyone in the room. It's just amazing like so I love watching the husbands or partners or whoever watch the one they love go through that and bring that life into the world because they understand they might not feel the pain but they see you in pain they want to help you so ask for help like you know (laughs) and having them there makes a big difference like with like I said with Colin he kind of did those things that you learn a partner can do to help like offer drinks get you snacks all of those things so allow them to help you because yeah they're not going through the process with you they're not actually bringing the baby into the world but like they're watching you and it's painful for them you know they want to help you well, and like you said, not. even just having them in the space mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. I remember reading um, a while back, and I'm not even going to be able to find this study now, so <laughs> don't ask for it. But 
Yes. <laughs> um, there was the study that they did with um, doulas mm-hmm. and they had them do absolutely nothing except for be in the room and like hold her hand or tell her she was doing well. Mm-hmm. Like no hands on stuff. And they did that, you know, versus having nobody in the room and watching the difference was like night and day. And actually, as I'm saying that, I wonder if um, some of them were, were nurses as mm-hmm. well, like where they had mm-hmm. the nurses when they come in just really positive. And we caught, we talk about this holding space yeah. and it's so real. Totally. It's so real, the space that you hold for that woman. And so to, to walk through that with your birth partner, you know, your husband, mm-hmm. their, mm-hmm. the other half of, of this baby is huge. Okay, so I want to ask you mm-hmm. now, if you have advice for mothers, which I'm sure you do, <laughs> what what is that? What does that look like? I think that it's just like trust yourself. You know, you know your body, you know what you want, have the, not like it's not necessarily the confidence, but it, it is also confidence to stand up for yourself. You know, this is your your birth, your process, it's your child, and you get to choose, for the most part, how things go. But at the same time, be okay with it if things change, you know, because things right. might change. Yeah. Like, I had no idea I was going to be induced with Watson. That's not what I wanted. Right. But for him, I knew that's what we needed to do. Or if you are in the middle of it and it's too hard, it's okay to get an epidural. It's okay to have some type of intervention if you need it. It's not a failure. Nope. It's what you need. And either and that's way. that's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, you're going to get that baby into the world safely. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. I think that that's one thing that I have a little bit of a hard time with is this idea that if you don't have that textbook natural birth, you failed. Right. I had quite a few friends at my job who were pregnant after I was and they wanted to do natural. And I was like, that's great. It's a great goal. And I can help you. I can give you words of encouragement. I can give you advice, but I want you to know that it's okay if you can't, if you need help. Like, that's fine. And both of them ended up getting epidurals and it was fine. Right. You know? Yeah. And like. Well, and how nice to have someone yes. supportive that you can talk to about it. That's mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. Because I, I think just think that that's such a hard, like, it's not, you didn't fail. No. You got your baby yes. here. That's all that matters. Like, yeah. and modern medicine is an amazing thing and it should be utilized when needed. Yeah. And I agree with you a hundred percent. Good. Because yeah. it's just like, <laughs> man, that mentality is sometimes hard for me to get past when people are like. Yeah. So against it. Yeah. Well, and it's hard to be a mom in that space that maybe did utilize some Mm -hmm. of those things, but didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And then to come out feeling, and I think too, because you talk it up so much, you're like, no, I'm going to have this unmedicated birth. I'm going to do this thing. And then if that's not your story, having to say out loud that it Mm -hmm. didn't happen. And I think too, because it's like, how many times are you going to do this in your life? You know? Um, But having the conversation be, there's no wrong way to give birth. There's no wrong way to get your baby here. Mm -hmm. I think it's super important that women have the knowledge and the preparation and the skills that they can have the birth as best as they want and Mm -hmm. desire, you know, moving through that experience. But there's no wrong way to do it. Exactly. Huge. That's my main advice is like, it's okay if you can't do it because you're going to do what's best for you. And like, I commend you and I'm so proud of you for trying to do this natural birth. And if you do it, that's amazing. If not, that's amazing. Like it doesn't matter. I I just, yeah. So that's my main thing. And then allow people to help you. (laughs) Like you don't have to do it by yourself. Like, cause it's hard. It's a lot of work and allow people to intervene when they can and do what they can to help you because you shouldn't have to do it by yourself. It's exhausting. It's hard. 
let them bring you ice chips if they want to you know (laughs) rub your feet yes all the things so that's what I would say to them okay and how about I want to hear advice for dads Mm -hmm. um I am curious I like I in my opinion I'm like yeah preparation like they need to walk through a birth course with me too Mm -hmm. you know we've got to know what we're getting into together if we're gonna have that support right so what's your advice for dads I think listen to your partner you know if she wants to do natural support her like this is a big thing she has to do she has to bring a baby into the world and it's a lot of work support her it's gonna be hard because like we talked about they're watching the person they love go through something incredibly painful and there's nothing they can do right you know except for talk you through it but dad's just listen to her try to like like over be be overbearing (laughs) you know because like during this time you also want your space but like just be there for her I think that's the main thing and then after help you know change the diapers feed the baby pick them up get up in the night like because it's exhausting and it's hard and it's a team effort like you need to work together um but during the birthing process just be there for her because it's a lot of work and it's hard to watch but it's also amazing I just love watching the emotion the dads have like oh my gosh I just love it softens them a bit yes (laughs) they just like you can see it like you can see their heart just like becoming like softer like you said like it just oh my gosh I love it so much so best nothing more bonding no and they just like watching the person they love bring in another person they love that they made together like oh my gosh I just love it so much it's so sweet the best oh. all right well thank you Aaron, for joining so me welcome. today you're amazing thank i'm excited you. for the work you're gonna do grateful for the woman that you are Thanks. and really happy you came today yes thank you for having me good luck everybody you're gonna be great that's it for this week but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as i drop new episode every week and don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you if you enjoyed this and other episodes i would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on apple podcasts i read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode see you next week